you so much for taking time to speak with me. Okay. It was nice hearing about another female who went through the same thing that I did. It's great that you you devoted your time to get answers for people who went through what you did. It's a great opportunity and I'm really grateful that you reached out to me. <laughs> thank you, thank you. So my very first question is about um, a brief introduction of who you are, your name, what you're doing currently. My name is Leticia Open. I studied electrical electronic engineering school. After school, I was lucky to get an opportunity, a job opportunity right away. Wow. I applied to General Electric and yeah, I, I was accepted for an internship one year. Mm -hmm. And I've been working with them since then until this month. I left this month. Right now, I'm focusing on finishing my master's in engineering and management. Wow. Um, yeah. I know someone who is doing that, and she's also Ghanaian. My next question is about running us through your journey, your STEM journey. How has this been for you? Did you grow up knowing you would do engineering? Was it something you were passionate about since childhood? How did you end up in this field? I would say I have some influence from home. My father is an electrical. Ah, okay. And his tools, machines. He had people come to the house to fix the electronics. So I like sitting with the guys. And then they come in in a few hours later. I mean, fixed things like they did so that's where it started for me mm -hmm. when i when it came time for me to choose a course in the second we have secondary school here mm -hmm. so yeah i chose science i think my father also influenced that because mostly if you're doing well in school teachers and parents push you towards science so mm -hmm. that's what i went for mm -hmm. and when it came to university my, my parents actually wanted me to go for pharmacy. My dad was worried that I wouldn't have any opportunities as a female in engineering. Wow. So, yeah, he was, he didn't want me to choose the first. Luckily, I think my sister knew of a, um, a lecturer in one of the technology universities here. So we arranged a meeting with him. And I and my father went to his office and he explained to my father that things were changing and women were having opportunities now. That if only I would do the work, I would have opportunities in engineering. Mm. So it's after that meeting that he approved for me to choose um, engineering, electrical engineering. And mm. yeah, that's where I finished four years. After four years, I had an internship with Vodafone, and during that internship, I had the opportunity at General Electric, and I applied. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. So that's it. That's <laughs> sorry, sorry, I cut you short. No, I was going to oh. say it looks like engineering is a big field in Ghana, because actually most of the people I've interviewed from Ghana are female engineers most of them okay. either engineering or um energy renewable energy and then oil and gas mm -hmm. okay. yeah i've i've had one person from technology 
yeah, most of the people are in engineering. So it's a good thing to see that at least society is accepting that, you know, yeah. it's okay to have <laughs> women do engineering. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, so my next question is about some of the challenges that you have faced. You mentioned something about your dad not being okay with you pursuing engineering with the thought of you wouldn't find a job as a woman. But what, what are some of the other challenges you have faced along this journey? When we started, I and another lady were hired into the company. We were the first female in the region. Wow. So most of the, when you go to sites, it's just men on sites, you know. Mm. It's like you are this object of curiosity. Wow. You want to just, yeah, you want to just do your job and everything, you want everything to be normal, but everyone has questions like, what are you doing here? Are you sure you can go through with this? And they're just marveling at what you're doing. That's on the lighter side. Most mm. people just ask questions. But then, yeah, it's, there's always that feeling of being outnumbered, you know, if you are the only person, you are, it's something you have to overcome. Another challenge was some sites not having the facilities for female engineers. So what? sometimes you have to say, <laughs> yeah, we're not expecting, <laughs> not expecting a female on site. Yeah. And on some rare occasion, I've had some people treat you differently because you are female. Like they expect, mm. they don't expect much from you. Because mm -hmm. when you arrive on site, the customer sees you're a woman. And I also have a very petite physique. So <laughs> sometimes they ask, how old are you? Yeah, wow. so you always have to start from the point of the person doesn't think you can do it. So you have to overcome their prejudice mm -hmm. from the get-go. Yeah, so everything you're doing kind of is monitored. You don't get away with the same things that perhaps a male police will get away with. So, yeah, for me, I always took all those things as just a part of the job because, yeah, you're coming into a field that has not, that has not accommodated your gender for a while. So I kind of expected most of it, yeah, but it's, it gets frustrating when, you know, you're doing the same thing as your colleagues are doing, but then. Mm. Um, my next question is about what keeps you motivated to carry on amidst all the challenges that happen around you? What, what's your inspiration to just keep pushing? No matter the difficulties on, I face on site with customers, with technical issues, sometimes you have to work late into the night, but I just allow for the whole thing, doing troubleshooting, finding out what the problem is or every process is just it gives me some inner satisfaction you know to know that i'm fixing this issue mm. i'm responsible for fixing this problem yeah so mm. that always keeps me going i i love i love the job so <laughs> unfortunately wow. i love the job yeah. <laughs> no but you you'll get back there you left for the right reason i'm sure you you'll get back into that something even better yes. because you'll go in with better qualifications Definitely. Oh, wow. Um, so my next question is about 
some of our prestigious moments along this journey, um, any achievements, awards, anything that we can celebrate with you. Hmm, okay. <laughs> awards? No, no awards. Okay, I'll just awards, internal awards, I should say. Yeah. Okay. The one, yeah, the first on the job training, I went to, yeah, the engine, the lead engineer submitted my name for an above and beyond award. Wow. And it was, yeah, I was on a site outside my region. Mm. And yeah, at first, from the feedback I got from the customer, at first they were worried because I was a woman and they had never worked with a woman before. So they really didn't allow me to do much of the work here. They just, they kind of sidelined me for the first few weeks. But then after I worked with them and they realized that, oh, okay, she has something to offer. They gave me more uh, opportunities and actually they invited me back three more times to their site. Wow. And after the day, they gave me a, yeah, they gave me a customer, customer quality award or something mm. like that. Yeah, yeah wow. so that's it for me. No prestigious award. <laughs> Come on, that's prestigious. <laughs> okay. That's amazing. Um, Having positive feedback from people. That's, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Positive feedback is good, actually. When I was leaving, he sent me a message to again tell me why they were comfortable in the beginning that now they are very happy wow <laughs> um so i would like to know if you're not at work you're not at school what what do you enjoy doing uh, yeah yeah so i i am a writer i write fiction i have a blog where i write short stories and i also published a novel among the pictures sure. you send me Please send me. Well, that's nice to hear. You're you're the second person I'm interviewing that um has authored. No, the third person. Yes. One is from Kenya, then Namibia, and then you. So we we can do other things apart from being scientists. My God. Um, so my second last question is about your favorite quote. Do you have favorite what? a favorite quote? Yes. yes. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I can quote it properly. Let me go and be on point. And my very last question is about your word of encouragement to a young girl who is passionate about STEM, but is scared of how society is going to perceive them how would you encourage them? I've always believed that you have to go after what you want. A lot of the time, because of the tradition and our customs, we are trained to do what society finds acceptable always. There's a place and time for that. But if it comes to what you're going to do with your life, mm -hmm. I would say follow your passion. Being a woman in STEM is not easy. Mm -hmm. That one, I can't lie about that mm -hmm. because it's a new even though it's been going on for years, it's still new in some places. Mm. So if you're going to do it, you have to do it well. You have to know your stuff. You have to be skilled so that when people question you, you answer with your job. Yes. It doesn't matter what people say about you. If mm. you get the job done, 
once you get the job done, nobody questions you anymore. They know mm-hmm. that you know what you, you do. They know that you know your stuff. And that's the only thing that will keep you moving. So don't focus on society and what they'll think of you. Once you prove yourself, people will want to become like you. And people mm-hmm. will come to you to ask you about what their daughters should do. Because people come to me now and ask maybe, oh, my daughter wants to do this. Because wow. they see that it's possible. So be the next person who shows your family or your society that it's possible to be a female in engineering or STEM as a whole. Thank you so much, Leticia. Okay, my dear. So I, I wish you a good uh, afternoon on your side. Yes, good afternoon. 